This podcast contains material of an adult nature. It's not safe for work or appropriate for children under the age of 18. If you're offended by mature content, please stop listening now. The stories included in this podcast are not checked for factual content and are for entertainment purposes only. It's secondhand story time. Hello and welcome to episode number 70 of Secondhand Storytime, the show where we tell stories we heard from someone else. I'm your host, Will Kistler, and today I'm happy to be joined by my girlfriend, Teresa. She's making her debut on the show with a story about a friend who had a wild night that got even wilder as it went on. Here's Teresa with the story of the Korean Karaoke Dungeon. Please enjoy. Alright, I'm back and I'm happy to have my lovely girlfriend, Teresa, on for the first time. So welcome to the show. You have a secondhand story, right? I do. This is, I guess, from one of our mutual friends. Yes. Okay, well, whenever you're ready, go ahead and uh, jump right in. Okay, so uh, my friend Carl told me this story. Um, the title of it is uh, The Karaoke Korean Dungeon, as it would be. Um, he was at home visiting family. This is back home, where we're from, in Kentucky. And um, he was at a, a friend's wedding celebration and staying with some friends at the time and he ended up going out one day with another group of friends not the ones he was staying with and um, they went to this korean barbecue restaurant and they walk in and it's the most fear and loathing neon (laughs) mirrored place that you could possibly imagine okay so like maybe maybe 80s style kind of like 70s 80s mix i think like fear and loathing for sure like crazy carpet Weird mirrors, weird walls, neon everywhere that it could possibly be. Like Scarface's decorator was there? Yes. That kind of thing? Indeed. Okay. So, um, also, besides the Korean barbecue that was in the upstairs portion, there was a karaoke dungeon. Well, sort of. It looked like a dungeon. But there was karaoke downstairs. So, they went to dinner, and they're drinking and having a good time and eating some great korean barbecue and then they go downstairs for karaoke afterwards right it does look like a dungeon and there's also this video wall just of different screens with the cg anime girls dancing around (laughs) to the music and it's just crazy because as they walk in you see like you would in any movie that shows like a korean or Mm -hmm. like a japanese businessman in a suit like singing terrible karaoke that's what they walked into Okay, so there's uh, like the salary men, guys who just got came straight from work, getting yes. drunk, got the ties loosened. And they're Korean. Okay. And so uh, there's a, a friend of a friend that uh, owns a photo uh, supply chain, and he's a millionaire. So they meet this guy, actually. I guess they didn't know him really well, but the friend kind of knew him, I guess. Okay. So they meet this guy, and he just starts buying shots of Johnny Walker Blue. Oh, that's a that's the highest level, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. We 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 talked about that actually because we weren't sure, but yes. But what? So an expensive, expensive, expensive whiskey. Yes. That goes down smooth, and I'm sure gets you quite drunk, just also, as drunk as the cheap stuff. Also, you have to bear in mind that he was drinking at dinner before this. Right. So they continue drinking, and I mean, if there's free top top shelf booze, who's gonna say no? Exactly. So this is his thinking. So he continues to take shots upon shots upon shots and drinks more than he obviously should. 
And then the guy that had been buying the shots, the millionaire guy, uh, invites him back to his house to hang out. And he's like, oh, okay, so this, this could be cool. And so they go to his house and they drive there in his surplus pimped Hummer. But on the way, the guy tells him that the only reason that he's driving this Hummer is because his stretch Hummer is in the shop. <laughs> so he's a little drunk and they're on the way to this guy's house and they get there and he asks him if he wants to partake of certain things. Okay. So they sit down and he uh, hands him a bong and he takes a big, huge bong rip and <laughs> feels kind of weird. Like he hit it really hard just because I guess that's what you do. I, so. I imagine this is a situation that could sort of lend itself to paranoia anyway. Yeah. And uh, this doesn't seem like it would help the situation. No. So it, it gets worse, though. He uh, He hits it really hard and then he starts coughing and hands the the bong to the guy and the guy is just like laughing hysterically <laughs> and obviously he's already a little paranoid so this doesn't help matters any he just feels really uncomfortable now and the guy just like laughs some more and then waves it off and sits the bong down on the table and uh the the friend carl is like oh aren't you gonna hit it and he says i don't like crack oh, just like that Oh wow and all of this paranoia and everything <laughs> comes tumbling down to be like, oh my God, I just smoked crack. Wow. Is what he's thinking. And then the guy's like, let's go back to the bar. <laughs> and so he's freaking out. Carl's freaking out at this point. And is yeah. like, oh my God. He's like, did I really just smoke crack? Like, ask the guy. Like, did I really just smoke crack? Yeah. And, and the guy just like looks at him and says, no, I was just kidding. But... It's kind of hard to believe somebody that would just say that, like, right out, not knowing you, and just the way that right. everything went down. It was really weird. The so... setup, he doesn't know this guy, and this guy seems a little weird to start with. Exactly. So he feels very uncomfortable at this point and is happy to go back to the bar. <laughs> so they're driving back to the bar in his Hummer, because the other one is in the shop. Mm -hmm. The stretch is in the shop. And he's really happy to get back to the bar where his friend that was with him like, the friend didn't go with him to this guy's house. They just okay. went alone. So it was even weirder for him. So it was just Carl and this Yeah, it was Carl and this weird millionaire man. So, like, the friend is back at the bar, and by this time, the friend is completely obliterated. Like, <laughs> he is in the middle of Bohemian Rhapsody, and he is slumped on his arm on the bar, <laughs> mumbling into the microphone. Although, even... Just mumbling. He was doing like a dead-on Freddie Mercury. <laughs> and in fact, it was very inspiring to Carl. And they come in on, uh, I see a little silhouette of a man. <laughs> and the bartender immediately hands them microphones and they become a power trio. <laughs> but then disaster strikes. Because wow. in the middle of the high note, his bowels are just like hit with this ridiculous pain like oh my god i need a bathroom right now okay so he runs off and finds the bathroom carl does and he's mm -hmm. just feeling really bad at this point it's a single room with a urinal right next to the toilet right and a red light like not a regular <laughs> light just a red light like, like a red bulb like yes. a party bulb yes kind of like thing. a party yeah. bulb in the bathroom so it's like this single room <laughs> with a toilet and a urinal 
that's just bathed in red light and he mm -hmm. is just getting sick as hell <laughs> like he's on the toilet and he's getting sick and then he starts throwing up in the urinal next oh. to him with the help of the handicap bars that are in the bathroom obviously to help them out i'm glad they can be used by everyone and also, again, you have to remember that this whole time, the entire decor is fear and loathing, balls out, crazy lights, <laughs> just CG anime girls dancing in the background, the Bohemian Rhapsody is going on, the friend is slumped on the bar, and he's just feeling awful. So he gets sick for a while, and then uh, he's like, okay, he's like, I'm really drunk, I'm really sick, I feel really <laughs> bad, but I'm just going to stay in here and kind of ride it out. And he's like, I'm going to wait till the end of the song and then come back out. So he waits till the song ends, he composes himself, and then he comes back out and he's like, okay, everything will be okay. It'll be okay when I go back out. <laughs> so at this point, he accepted the, the fact that he's going to have to spend the night with his friend that he's at the bar with, not the people that he's staying with. Right. But um, he called them to tell them that he wasn't coming to stay with them, but he had to take a ferry to get to his friend's <laughs> house. And so he's on the ferry and he's standing, looking out at the water, and he just tells himself, everything is going to be okay. Everything is going to be okay. Over and over again, thinking that if he tells himself enough, he's going to believe it. Everything is going to be okay. And so he goes outside and they're moving right along. The wind is in his hair and the, the water is just like creating this nice kind of atmosphere for being sick and everything. It makes him mm -hmm. feel a little bit better. Then he starts vomiting <laughs> oh, off no. the side of the ferry. And he's sure that they've got it on tape somewhere. <laughs> so then after the entire ordeal, he finally makes it back to his friend's house after taking the ferry and getting horribly sick again. And he just gets back and passes out and calls it a night. Well, I'm glad nothing worse happened. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad too. When he told me this, I was just like, oh my God. The entire <laughs> time he's telling me the story, I'm like, did you really smoke crack? I'm like, what the... It doesn't make any sense because it just seems like it's a really, really bad situation all around. Yeah, and I mean, I've never smoked crack, but I imagine it's a pretty immediate feeling. Yeah, if you I've it. never smoked crack either, but and I know some people who have. <laughs> I imagine it's uh, also immediately distinguishable from, you know, smoking pot if exactly. you were planning on doing that. So ho hopefully he didn't get crack in his system. Um, you if know, he it, did, he got it out. If pretty he quick. did, he's not a habitual <laughs> crack smoker now, so exactly, he's all right. It ended up being okay. But wow, that is that sounds like a night that just wouldn't end in the worst way possible. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Well, that's an excellent story. Thank you for coming on and sharing that. No problem. And that does it for this week's episode. Huge thanks to Teresa for coming on and sharing that story. If you'd like to leave a comment about this one, head over to the blog at secondhandstorytime.com. While you're there, you can also find links to subscribe, either through RSS or through iTunes, to receive the show automatically every week. There are links to our Musician Gummery and our license as well, with the license being the Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial 3.0 Unported License. To become a fan on Facebook, go to facebook.com slash secondhandstorytime. And to receive updates on Twitter, go to twitter.com slash secondhandstory. To write to me directly, the email address is will at secondhandstorytime.com. I'd love to hear your stories. Perhaps like today's story, you have one about meeting someone new and it not going quite so well. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for listening. I'll have another one next Thursday.